the federal land uh, comment that he makes, right? He's like, why don't I like the feminist movement? Biden went for his checkup at Walter Reed. And step number three is the telepathic mental manipulation. You can't just erase biological women by, by taking So my name is Shipwreck, and I'll be your hostess with the mostest. It's interesting to me that all of these, these trans women want to come out and help. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck, and I will be your hostess with the mostest. And have a Tuesday for the nooner. It's the nooner, and Sonia's looking all pretty in pink backstage. She's got her hair all parted. She's like she's going to a party. Sonia, are you going to a party? She's not going to a party. She's going to a party and no. It's can't you know what? Did you know what this weekend is, Sonia? At least around here. Are you guys? Hello. This weekend is the first official weekend of camping season around here. I know it's not like that where you live because y'all camp all the time because it's a constant 80 degrees and beautiful weather. So you can get fucked with that because here it is like going to be 80, maybe 75 this weekend. So it is the official kickoff of camping season. We are trying to secure a spot. Uh, we're hoping to go camping this season if the kid is feeling better. So more to come on camping, some adventures, some political content from the campsite will be a good time. I think for everybody, you guys, welcome to the live. It is so good to see you. And again, a very happy Tuesday to all of you, not your basic news network. Welcome to the live. It's good to see you. Angie Barnes and Stone Bryson and Dave, Doug Brown and Jack's mom and Grambo and Alex King and Rasa. I got to go up and see who was here first. Purple Princess, I saw you in here. Hello, Purple Princess. I don't know if she still is. I think she said she had to leave. Rayleigh and Neil were the first ones in here today. You guys, welcome to live. It's good to see you. Thank you for being here. My name is Shipwreck. I'm your host. And today we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein. And the reason that we are going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein today is because he made the news again. Apparently, some, let me, you know what? Let me just get ready because I'm not ready. Let me just get ready. Oh, quick side note. I got a kid home with stomach flu. Uh, this all happened about 25 minutes ago. School called and he had to come home. And so if the live abruptly ends, uh, there's a reason for that. I probably had to go and hold the bucket. You guys remember that? Do you have like the big popcorn bucket that also dubs as the puke bucket? I thought maybe that was just a Midwest thing, but it's not. Okay. So if, if the show just shuts down, that's what happened. Uh, and then we will resume at a later time. So far he's doing good. He's watching movies on the couch with his water and his, uh, phone, which is how kids do sick days nowadays. But today we're going to talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Jeffrey Epstein made the news again this week because his private calendar had revealed planned meetings with the Obama administration official and the CIA chief. So over the weekend, Jeffrey Epstein's private calendar was leaked and including meetings with the head of the CIA and Obama admin official and the head of former Israeli prime minister. William Burns, the director of the CIA since 2021, he was appointed by Joseph R. Biden, Joseph Robinette Biden. I got a great clip of him to this. Why well, we're going to watch that. I'm getting ahead of myself. I get excited. Dark Brandon. Sonia, did you see that? I don't know what dark. But yeah, we're going to watch it. It was you know what? It was hilarious. OK, moving on. Uh, Joe Biden who nominated him in 2021, uh, and he had three meetings scheduled with Epstein in 2014 when he was Deputy of Secretary of State. They first met in Washington, and then Mr. Burns visited Epstein's townhouse in Manhattan, 
How exciting. How exciting the BFFs. There was a theory. Now, listen, I don't remember where this theory came from. I can't remember who brought it up on the show. Somebody did. And it might have been to a Patriot Mama. I don't know why I remember it that way, but she's like, ship. Did you know that Jeffrey Epstein CIA? Because we were talking about when he died, you know, when he died. Some people didn't think he died at all. Some people think that he didn't, you know, do it to himself. Anyway, they had said this and I'm like, nah. And she's like, yeah, you, you know, you should go look this up. And you know what? I never freaking did. I just, I don't know what happened. I got distracted with something else. But there was this theory that Jeffrey Epstein was in fact CIA and is in fact not dead, which is, seems pretty legit at this point. But he was used to expose those who were key members of an elite trafficking ring. That was one. Oh, sorry. That was William. You scared me a minute there. I'm like, what is she putting up here? William, thank you so much for the super sticker. I do need some gummies. I'm going to need some Pepto-Bismol for this kid. Pepto-Bismol and gummies. And a kid needs new shoes. So any tips that we get today are probably going to go to his new shoes. They got a big hole on the side. He just showed them to me this morning on the way to school. Like, what am I going to do about it now? It's like 740. Anyway, moving on. Thank you, William. I appreciate it. And I love your face. So the theory was that Jeffrey Epstein worked for the CIA and that he was one of like the insiders that were to exposing some of the deeper elitists that were uh, managing this ring, this child and, and human trafficking ring that was going on. And one of those deeper elitists would be like your um, Gessling Maxwell who got popped. That he was there to gather intel and the one who would publicly take the fall while being removed from society so that uh, be exposed. So the ideology behind it is that he killed himself, okay? And then went into like witness protection, and when, in fact, he was actually there just to gather intel and then be kind of like the public fall guy. That was the ideology behind the theory or one of them. The fact that it came out that he was meeting with the head of the CIA back in 2021 adds to that plaza or adds plausibility to that theory. And it's also something that people are revisiting now that this news had broke this last week. The director then came out and same is claiming to not know anything about him other than he was introduced as an expert in the financial services sector and offered general advice on the transition to the private sector. They had no relationship, according to the spokesperson, Tammy Cooperman Thorpe. So he's like, no, we didn't know this guy. Like, we just met. Like, we met one time and I had him look over my portfolio and then that was it. Right. All three meetings. Right. The leak had also reported that Catherine Rumelier, an Obama administration lawyer, had scheduled dozens of meetings with Epstein before landing a high-profile attorney job working with Goldman and Sachs back in 2020. He had also planned for her to join a 2015 trip to Paris and a 2017 trip to Epstein's private island in the Caribbean. She reportedly stated that she regrets ever knowing Jeffrey Epstein because, of course, she did. what is she going to say? Like, what are you going to say to something like that? Like, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I was going to go, but now I regret it because he got caught. Do you know why we haven't seen Jeffrey Epstein's list? Because this is Jeffrey Epstein's list. Okay, this is Gessling Maxwell's black. These are the people that are in it, or a lot of these people. In conclusion, they're not arresting Jeffrey Epstein's list because they are Jeffrey Epstein's list. Dave M. Super Sticker, thank you so much for a very generous Super Sticker. He's going to get the coolest shoes. No, he's not. I'm not letting him spend all that money on shoes. He's going to go to Target. No, not even Target. We don't go to Target. He's going to Walmart. Get some of those. What do you call them? And ones. He's going to get and one. He'll be getting like six pairs, though. 
It'll be great. No, thank you so much for your support. Thank you for helping us keep the lights on. We appreciate it. But I want to go back to the Jeffrey Epstein is a spy, not to who really is connected to him, because reality is they were all connected to him at one point. Was Jeffrey Epstein a spy for the CIA? Now, this entire thing had stemmed from an article that was written by the Rolling Stones starting back in 2002, where a reporter had sat down with a man named Stephen Hoffenberg. Hoffen, Hoffenberg. You like that? Stephen was currently serving time in a federal medical center located in Massachusetts for committing a Ponzi scheme back in the 80s. Ponzi schemes, if you don't know what a Ponzi scheme was, it's it's kind of it's kind of like one of those pyramid schemes, only on a much more grander scale. Back in the 80s, they called them Ponzi schemes. Now we call them like the, the pyramid schemes or like Avon. Isn't Avon something like that where you like hire somebody and then they work really hard to hire more people and then you get the credit, but you don't get, you know, then you got to reach like level 100 and you never do like the whole thing anyway multi-level marketing that's what they're called same thing that's just what they called in the 80s hoffman and epstein were mutuals in some business dealings and later claimed that epstein's had conned him and so he had gotten arrested for this ponzi scream uh, this ponzi scheme and then he's sitting in this interview while he's locked up and he is claiming that jeffrey epstein had conned him had played him out of his his money um, Epstein would take on a hundred million dollars of Hoffenberg's business called the Towers money and move it offshore. Meanwhile, cooperating with U.S. prosecutors against Hoffenberg, who was unable to do anything about this because he pleaded guilty, which meant that there was no trial and therefore there was no discovery. Hoffenberg also claimed during the interview that Epstein had moved in intelligence circles. So this is kind of the meat and potatoes of where this rumor came from. He had stated to this reporter that Epstein had moved in all of these different intelligence circles. Like he was integrated in all of these CIA spy like circles, right? These were people that he was hanging out with. When Epstein was inevitably confronted with this accusation, he lost his shit. He was stating that he barely knew Hoffenberg, and if the reporter continued to push the issue or write any bad things, that it would end very, very badly for her. Could you imagine that conversation? It would end very, I could, I don't know what Jeffrey Epstein sounded like. Me think he's kind of nasally. It would end very badly for you. <laughs> very Mr. Burns. No, maybe not. Okay. I'll work on my Epstein, in, my Epstein impersonation. Uh, he quoted again, stating to her that if there was any implication of wrongdoing, that he would take legal action against her personally. He is telling her, he told her to understand, I will be as harsh as I possibly can personally, not for the magazine, but for you, because I had this discussion with you, this relationship with you. You should not risk your future job. Now, listen, this is Jeffrey Epstein talking to this same reporter when she confronted and asked him about it. This, that's what he said to her. Like, what a douche. Yikes. She printed it anyway because she's got nuts of steel. I really should go look up and see if she's still alive. This is a pretty old article. The article went on to state that according to her sources in the intelligence world, his name was mentioned in the, as a middleman for both Africa and the Middle East. He was known in the intelligence world as the hyperfixer or somebody that who could go between different cultures and networks. So was F Jeffrey Epstein a spy who then turned into a patsy to expose the deep players in the game of human trafficking? I guess that's really up for you to decide, right? It's there's enough evidence out there that suggests that he participated in a lot of the trafficking, obviously. Um, but there is some evidence out there, too, that might suggest that he was kind of like the plant in that in order to expose everything else that was going on. I don't know. It's I guess it's up for you for decide. Will we ever know? Probably not. Probably not because he's dead. So in Dead Men, don't tell tall tales. At least that's what they say. 
What do you think, Sonia? How we doing? We doing good? I got to take a drink. My throat's kind of dry. I got allergies. A dog's got allergies. Cats. Everybody's got allergies. I can't even see the comments when I do these kind of lives because I have all my stuff pulled up. So I'm going to check in on you guys. Hi, Little Wolf. Hello. And Grambo and Audie Chambers. William. Robitussin was a food group. Oh, my God. I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I'm going to go back to my section. They're crazy. They're crazy, but I love them. So over the week, too, Donald J. Trump had a rally. Oh, we should probably talk about this, too. So Donald Trump had a big rally in New Hampshire, um, and it was a rally that everybody was covering. It was a pretty big deal. He said some pretty awesome things. I have some highlights I want to show you. But before I get into that, he is also going to be this just broke yesterday. I don't have anything for it. But Donald Trump is going to be hosting his first town hall. With CNN, with CNN. <laughs> and we're going to stream it. It's on a Wednesday night. Which is Shannon's night. It's like it's not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday. It's like the 10th, I think. Uh, and so instead of doing the Ship and Shannon show, Ship and Shannon are going to sit here and watch Trump do a town hall for CNN. For CNN! For CNN that just canned on the mud. This is going to be so great. I can't wait. I can't wait to see it. But his rally in New Hampshire went really well. And this was back on Thursday. He was campaigning for 2024. And he had some pretty kick-ass highlights. And I have those right here. Where am I going? Where the hell am I going? I want to get out. Oh, no, over there, over there. Where? I will be retiring the name Crooked from Hillary Clinton and her moniker. And I'm going to give her a new name, I don't know, like maybe Lovely Hillary or Beautiful Hillary. But I'm going to retire the name Crooked so that we can use the name for Joe Biden because he'll be known from now on as Crooked Joe Biden. You would think that Hillary would be very happy today. She'll be. I think she'll be, she's out there someplace celebrating. Because there's never been anyone in the history of American politics so crooked or dishonest as Joe Biden. And the press absolutely refuses to report it, all that press back there. Because frankly, they're just as crooked as he is, and they are. They're just as crooked. The choice in this election is now between strength and weakness, between success or failure, between safety or anarchy, between peace or conflict and prosperity or catastrophe. We are living in a catastrophe. Charge. Joe Biden cares only about enriching his own family. I care about enriching your family and you. A Biden victory will be bad for you, good for China, and truly great. For these globalists, we've got a lot of globalists. A Trump victory will be bad for the globalists, the rhinos, the communists, the Marxists, but it will be great for the hardworking people of New Hampshire. Got a year and a half to go. That's a long time with what's happening to our country. That's a long time still. With such a calamitous presidency, it's almost inconceivable that Biden would have even thought of running for re-election. He's destroyed our country. And yet he says in his recorded piece that he wants to finish the job. That's right. He wants to finish the job of destroying our country. 
But on that, he's actually very close. He is very close to finishing the job, unfortunately. One of the most important issues in this campaign will be which candidate can rescue. And this, this country needs a rescuing. We have to rescue America from the wreckage of the Biden economy. Yeah. <laughs> most of that wasn't that. The Hillary part was hilarious. And the first part where he's making fun of Joe Biden. I laughed at both of those. But then, then the Hillary part was great. And speaking of Hillary Clinton, my favorite video of all time was making rounds on Twitter last week for some reason. Again, I don't I don't know what it was, wasn't it? I don't know why it was. And if you don't know what video I'm talking about, it's this one. My favorite conspiracy video of all time. That is just my absolute favorite. The people that broke it down, people that found the cuffs and the U.S. Marshals pin, just my favorite. But because that video had been making rounds for some reason again last week, there were people in the comments that were posting some additional stuff that I had not seen before. Now, there's a couple things with this. One, this is going to be a little bit of a trigger warning, okay? Real or fake, it doesn't matter. Two, I, can't, I don't know if this is real or fake. Obviously, none of this is ever verified. But this is what was going around. And like I said, I hadn't seen it before. So take a look at this. So somebody is claiming that this was taken out at the Gitmo and this was in the, the Gitmo, right? The Gitmo resort in La Fiesta. Um, and that this was Hillary Clinton on her uh, autopsy table. And then the second one was going around and this was a picture of her uh, from that same day in the back of the van. <laughs> so again, I, are they real? Probably not. Um, probably not. Who knows? It could be. It could be real. We'll see what happens. Um, well, let's move on. So that was Trump. And obviously we are following a lot of the candidates. Well, actually not a lot of the candidates. I'm following two of the major, two or three of the major candidates uh, for the 2024 election so far. Uh, the first one's Trump. And right now, as it sits right now, Trump still does have my vote unless something drastic. Closely. This is where we are. Are we back? Can you hear me? Okay, good. Here we go. Sorry about that. Um, I live in a cow town and our internet runs on hamster wheels. So that's going to happen occasionally too. Thanks for sticking with us. Um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. is something I'm watching very closely too, from a conspiracy standpoint to just somebody who loves to talk about political standpoint, right? I consider myself kind of a centrist. Um, I would vote for Robert F. Kennedy Jr. if he hits all the marks that I'm looking for in a, in a president that I'm looking for to run this country, but we're still kind of waiting and seeing one of the, there was a couple con couple concepts. It's not what I was going to say. There was a couple hang up. There was a couple hangups that I had with Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Uh, he hadn't spoken out on some things that were important to me. And one of those things was the women's rights, how he felt about the transgender movement, um, the, the transgender women taking over biological women in their sports, in their uh, brand deals, ad campaigns, makeup. Just men want to be us so much that they're actually dressing up and making it happen. That whole thing that we've been talking about forever and ever. And Sonia, I think it was you. 
sent me this video was you. Sonia then sent me this video. She's like, hey, this actually happened uh, the day or the day before. And I know you've been looking for something like this. And he did come out on a news broadcast. And he was asked about his opinion on the transgender movement and the biological women and professional sports. And this is what he had to say. Subject to trans sports participation. I would, I think that uh, I'm against people participating in women's sports who, um, who have, who are, you know, who are biologically male. Uh, I think women have worked too hard to develop a sporting, you know, to develop women's sports over the past 30 years. I watched it happen and I don't think that's fair. So we have an answer there. That's how he feels about the at least the transgender women competing in women's sports, which as it sits right now is probably the most obvious of unfair things. I mean, is are they getting brand deals that should be for women? Yes. But is it as bad as men playing in women's sports as far as unfairness? No, it's just weird. And it isn't, you know, it isn't fair, but it's not as unfair as playing in women's sports. Um, how do I feel about Nikki Haley? She came here. She sent me like a bajillion texts wanting me to come to her town home. Uh, not a fan. And I don't think she's going to make it. Um, I haven't really looked too much into her because she hasn't been too much of a front runner. I'm not a fan uh, uh, really with Nikki Haley. So more to come unless she does something out of left field that we need to talk about. We will. But as it sits right now, she's kind of on my under my radar of things. But good question. Thank you for asking. The next thing that I had to hang up with uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And a lot of people would bring this up in my comments whenever we talked about him was that he was big into the whole climate change ideology, right? This whole like the world is ending and the ice polar caps are melting and the ozone layer and the hole and that he wanted to push a bunch of money into the climate change agenda. And somebody on Twitter came back at me and she, he was like, no, you need to go look at because I'd seen these videos. He's like, you need to go watch this video. And he's like, and then you'll fully get an understanding of what he's talking about. And I have that video, too. And then we'll talk about it. Climate issues and pollution issues are being exploited by, you know, the, the World Economic Forum and Bill Gates and all of these uh, big, you know, mega billionaires the same way that COVID was exploited. Uh, to use it as an excuse to clamp down top-down totalitarian controls on society and to um, and then to give us engineering solutions. And if you look closely, as it turns out, the guys who are promoting those engineering solutions are the people who, who own the IPs, the patents for those solutions. Oh, it's a way, you know, it's, it's being used. They've given climate uh, chaos a bad name, you know, because... People now see that it's just another crisis that's being used to strip mine the wealth of the poor and to, you know, to enrich billionaires. And, uh, you know, I, I, for 40 years, have had the same policy on climate and engineering. You can go check my speeches from the 1980s. And I've said the most important solution for environmental issues is not top-down controls. It's free market capitalism. Folks, I'm telling you right now, Kennedy is polling at about 20% on the Democrat side. If that number gets to 25 or 30%, this is, this, they're not going to be able to put this genie back in the bottle. Joe Biden already got away with not running a presidential campaign, but that was against Donald Trump. So the Democrats accepted it. They hated Donald Trump so much they would sacrifice their own mother 
to, to get Donald Trump out of their way. But with RFK, this is a different scenario. If Biden does not campaign, which we know he's not going to do, how are they going to steal this nomination? It's going to be so obvious is what he was going to say, but I shut the video off too soon. Sorry. Uh, Obvious. And he's right. I really don't think that there are enough people putting enough stock into this RFK Jr. stuff. And especially, again, if you were under the belief that there is some deep state stuff going on that isn't necessarily on the bad side. You're you're gonna you're gonna know for sure if the DNC picks Robert F. Kennedy to run for president of the United States against Donald J. Trump, then you're gonna know um, because there's no there's nothing. the The establishment hates them both, and this is becoming more and more glaringly obvious in the media with each passing day. In fact, right before I went live today, an article broke on MSNBC talking about America's self-righteous contrarian trap. If you find yourself praising Marianne Williamson or Robert F. Kennedy Jr. or heaven forbid, even Tucker Carlson, who's next on my list, by the way, in this election cycle, you are not a leftist, you are a mark. The article goes on to state that following Fox News star Tucker Carlson's firing last month, most on the left were celebrating. Not the high-profile progressive politics and policy journal The American Prospect, though. An article there mystifyingly praised Carlson as someone who punctured the lazy pities of the media class. That's a funny way to describe someone whose vicious racism and misogyny is well-documented. It goes on to talk a little bit more about Tucker Carlson, uh, but then it goes on to talk about RFK Jr. too and how RFK Jr. is of the same ideology, basically of the rest of us, that they, we are basically this radical anti-vax group and how we, you know, all of this stuff. The media hates this guy. They've already got a name for him. They're already calling his, his run a long, what do they call it, a long stretch? Yeah, long stretch. Long stretch, long shot. That's it. <laughs> Why do you guys come to these shows? Sorry, a long shot. They're already calling it a long shot. They're already trying to poke a bunch of holes in it. They're already trying to convince you that this guy isn't it. Listen, Joe, but they are trying to convince you so hard that the DNC came out Almost a full year in advancing. Look, we're not going to have primary debates at all. Okay. We're not going to do it because we have faith in Joe Biden. We have high defluster to dad. We have faith in Joe Biden and we stand behind Joe Biden. They have already come out and said it. They're like, no, we're just, we're just not going to do it. I am. You're going to know. If the D if if Robert F Kennedy is the DNC pick to run in 2024 and Ro- or, uh, Donald J Trump is the pick you know what? I'm not going to back myself into that corner not for that if they pick Robert F Kennedy Jr you're going to know because there there's no way that anybody can cheat at this point because then who's going to the only people that are going to win are people like there won't be anything else especially if Robert F Kennedy keeps his common sense stance on a lot of the things that piss us off. Like if I could pin him down and say, Hey, let me ask you how you feel about Bud Light and just ask him that one question. He, if, if he came out and was like, no, nah, it was ridiculous. He would win the entirety of my, my conspiracy group. Like they would be like, cool. Like this is where we're going to go. He stands a real chance. And 
I'm here for it. I think it's going to be an interesting 2024 race. I think it's going to be fun. I think we're going to have lots of content for days, for days. I even signed up for his email list so that I could get in on when his town halls were so we could stream some of those live too. Because I want you guys to see, a lot of people are like, well, he's, I will never vote for a Democrat. It's like, I would never vote for a Democrat that is of the last 30 years of Democrats. No, because they've all been just nuts for 30 years. But there was a time when the Democratic Party was the party of common sense, was the party of the blue collar worker. It ain't been that way in a long time. But there was a time where that was what they were. And if Robert F. Kennedy can bring that back and, and level this out a little bit so we don't have such fucking crazies in the house, it's possible that this could be the turnaround that we need to, to continue on in a more prosperous as a more prosperous country. So more to come, more to come on that, on the Robert F. Kennedy Jr. stuff. The next thing I have is I have Tucker Carlson. So Tucker Carlson last week, it announced last two Mondays ago, that it announced that he was going to be leaving Fox News. A lot of people are telling me, they're like, he got fired. Fox News fired him. I don't think they did. He's still under contract with Fox News. So that came out. And nobody has stated that he got fired. Now, it wasn't like Don Lamont. Don Lamont came out on Twitter and he was like, CNN fired me. And then CNN's like, look, we tried to tell you in person. And he was like, no, you didn't. And Don Lamont was fired. But Tucker never said he was fired. And Fox News never said they fired him. And then Fox News kept him under like a, uh, his contract. So he can't come out and talk about him leaving Fox News. So he can't come out and say whether he was fired or not, unless I missed something. And if I did, Sonny put the comment up because I can't see it. I didn't see anything to where either one of them had stated that he was let go from Fox News. He either he left or they couldn't come to agreements on the contract. And so they're just letting the rest of his contract ride out. I can't I can't find anything. So I'm not sure where that came from. Dan Bongino was the very same thing. Even Dan Bongino came out and said we couldn't come to negotiations on a contract. To me, that screams like I left. That's how I took it. Maybe not. It doesn't matter. Probably not. He's gone. Uh, but he finally did come out and he did speak out in a video that he posted to Twitter. And that is right here. Good evening. It's Tucker Carlson. One of the first things you realize when you step outside the noise for a few days is how many genuinely nice people there are in this country. Kind and decent people. People who really care about what's true. And a bunch of hilarious people also. A lot of those. It's got to be the majority of the population. Even now. So that's heartening. The other thing you notice when you take a little time off is how unbelievably stupid most of the debates you see on television are. They're completely irrelevant. They mean nothing. In five years, we won't even remember that we had them. Trust me, as someone who's participated. And yet at the same time, and this is the amazing thing, the undeniably big topics, the ones that will define our future, get virtually no discussion at all. War, civil liberties, emerging science, demographic change, corporate power, natural resources. When was the last time you heard a legitimate debate about any of those issues? It's been a long time. Debates like that are not permitted in American media. Both political parties and their donors have reached consensus on what benefits them, and they actively collude to shut down any conversation about it. Suddenly, the United States looks very much like a one-party state. That's a depressing realization, but it's not permanent. Our current orthodoxies won't last. They're brain dead. Nobody actually believes them. Hardly anyone's life is improved by them. This moment is too inherently ridiculous to continue.
and so it won't. The people in charge know this. That's why they're hysterical and aggressive. They're afraid. They've given up persuasion. They're resorting to force. But it won't work. When honest people say what's true, calmly and without embarrassment, they become powerful. At the same time, the liars who've been trying to silence them shrink and they become weaker. That's the iron law of the universe. True things prevail. Where can you still find Americans saying true things? There aren't many places left, but there are some, and that's enough. As long as you can hear the words, there is hope. As long as you can hear the words, <clears throat> there is hope. And you'll always be able to hear the words here on the Shipwreck Show. They might be in Pig Latin, so brush up. Uh, Deflustered <laughs> Dad says they're keeping him under contract to, to stop him about talking about the 2024 elections. I did think it was quite convenient that he and Dan Bongino uh, were removed right before the 2024 election. I heard this as well. It does seem really convenient. You're probably right. Um Fox News, like I said, had kind of set a precedence in 2020 when they called the election before the votes had been officially counted. Uh, and I think a lot of people started turning away from Fox News then and only watched Tucker. And so now that we're coming up on the 2024 elections, it's very possible they're going to start leaning. I don't like I don't like saying this, but leaning more in a CNN direction, right? Putting a lot more. Uh, left ideology bias behind their bullshit uh, or trying to be more like centered with it. And you've already seen a couple articles here and there on Fox about it kind of. And I have a couple more videos of Tucker too talking a little bit about this. So since Tucker Carlson had left Fox news or was fired or whatever, uh, it really kind of unleashed him from a lot of things that were going on. And there was one that was a podcast that he was on. Now, this is an older video. It was a podcast that he was on, a podcast that had since been redacted. But then the video of the podcast had leaked back out on Twitter. And that's this one right here. Offended by conspiracy. If, if, if you go on TV tonight and say, I think the earth is flat, people will just laugh at you. They don't care if you think the earth is flat. It's not a threat to anyone. But if you say like, what what actually happened with Building 7? Like, that is weird, right? It doesn't, like, what right, is that? Right, If you were to say something like that on television, they'd flip out. They would flip out. So you'd, like, lose your job over that. Why? Why? It's my mm. country. Right. It's an attack on my country. Can I ask it? Like, I don't really understand. Do buildings actually collapse? No, they, maybe they do. I don't know. But, like, why can't I ask questions about that? Anything you're not allowed to ask questions about, is something you should be asking more questions about. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. I love his laugh. He, I did. He's such a dad laugh. You know what I mean? He's Tucker Carlson. He's like the Fox News. He's the news guy, right? But when, like, whenever you see pictures of Tucker just out and about, he's always got this look on, like, this laugh on his face. Like, his mouth was wide open. Like, he just doesn't have a care in the whole world. Every single picture of Tucker Carlson that's not in front of a camera, that's what he looks like. He just seems like a really fun guy to kind of be around. There was another video then, had which a lot of people are saying that Fox had actually leaked out, leaked out um, to try and make Tucker look bad because everybody was kind of take, taking Tucker's side. But it also kind of backfired. And here's that video. I don't want to be a slave to Fox Nation, which I don't think that many people watch anyway. Um we're going to, uh, because I, 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 you know, I'm like a representative of the American media now. Speaking to an exile in Romania and welcoming him back into the brotherhood of journalists. 
sell if you wore a sweater, though, because we asked him not to wear a suit. Like, he was panicking about it. So, you don't have to. Tucker's going to be looking uh, casual. That's just how our show looks. Is that okay? I, I, I mean, this is airing on the nighttime show, and I want it to look official. I don't want it to be like bro talk. And I, and I, you know what I mean? Yeah, but the majority of it, like if we go like 45 minutes, it's going to be for Fox Nation. But nobody's going to watch it on Fox Nation. Nobody watches Fox Nation because the site sucks. So I'd really like to just put the dump the whole thing on YouTube. Um, but anyway, that's just my view. Um, uh, I'm just frustrated with the, in, it, it's hard to use that site. I don't know why they're not fixing it. It's driving me insane. And they're like making like lifetime movies, but they don't they don't work on the infrastructure of the site. Like what? It's crazy, and it drives me crazy because it's like we're doing all this extra work, and no one can find it. It's unbelievable, actually. I don't know who runs that site. We're gonna play a sizable chunk on the show tomorrow night. That's the plan. And then what it's gonna do is drive a lot of people to watch this on Fox Nation. It's gonna be a great help to what we're doing over there on TV today. I know, but we're doing our part. We're like working like animals to produce all this content and the people in charge of it, whoever that guy's, whatever his name is, like they're ignoring the fact that the site doesn't work. And it, it's, I think it's like a betrayal of our efforts. That's how I feel. So I <laughs> They did. So Stone Bryson says if Fox News leaked that video to make Tucker look bad, it was a huge miscalculation. It absolutely was. Nobody, everybody thought it was hilarious because everybody knows that Fox News sucks. I mean, they, they've recently, they've started to suck and now they really suck for letting Tucker go out there. Their stocks are in the tank. CNN's done. Mainstream media is done. So Betsy Kami says his mouth is not matching up. I don't trust the video. If that's Tucker, I found the video. So I found the video on Twitter. It was shared by a couple people that I followed that are usually pretty spot on. That's one. Cause I kind of thought the same thing. Then I went and I found the video again from the original source, which is mainstream media. Is it possible that it's being altered before it was put out? It is possible, but they're saying that that's what it was. So if you want to believe it, great. If you don't want to believe it, that's fine too. Um, I'm not here to sway people's decision. I'm just here to put stuff out. Kind of like the Hillary pictures, right? If you want to believe it, believe it. If you don't want to believe it, that's okay too. We're not here to convince anybody one way or the other. It's very possible though. So maybe more to come. If I can find something more or something a little more concrete with it, like I said, the, the, the big accounts, I, I follow some pretty big accounts on Twitter that are usually really good about not putting out bullshit. And this was one of those, those videos. So we'll see. Um, it was, we had talked a little bit earlier about why Tucker had left. A lot of people thought maybe he got fired. A lot of people thought he was going to be running for, for vice president, <laughs> which Still would be really cool. A lot of other people thought that it was because of his J6 stuff. A lot of people thought it was because he covered the JFK, uh, the release of the documents recently from the JFK assassination. A lot of people thought it was just basically his in general, the way that he presented the information when regards to like the Axine He did a couple shows that probably would have got us kicked off of YouTube when talking about the Axine a lot of people thought it was just a, a combination of all of them, and they felt like Tucker was going too extreme. And then some other people thought that Tucker left just because see, our Fox News is really starting to lean more to the crazy side versus the common sense. Here's the newsworthy side. Another report had come out when it comes to Fox News and Tucker Carlson, and that was, let me actually pull it up so you guys have a visual. Just a second. Just a second. So the Murdochs chatted to Zelensky before firing Tucker Carlson. 
let me pull up my notes, make sure I get these names right. So it was recently reported that Zelensky had warned members of the Murdoch family, who is basically Fox News's executive chairman, uh, that they would be added to a blacklist of Russian sympathizers and collaborators if they did not pull Tucker Carlson from the show. Uh, this was just weeks before he was let go or whatever uh, from Fox News. These talks came weeks before the Murdochs pulled Tucker off the air, though he still remains under contract, which is also important to note that Tucker, again, he's still under contract with Fox News. So it stops him from discussing uh, things around Fox News until the contract is up, which is convenient. Again, we talked about this because of the 2024 election. Um, I don't know. It's possible. I don't know that Zelensky has that much power. Tucker's been on air for a long time. And unless, I mean, it's, if we could tie the Murdoch family to Ukraine in a more financial way, like if he was on the FTX stuff, I didn't see them anywhere there. I'd have to look a little deeper into that. I don't know that Zelensky would have enough pull to do that. I know that Tucker had come out and spoken pretty negatively about the war in Ukraine and, and pretty high level about it not being any of our business and we shouldn't be sending money over there. So there's there's some weight to it, but for Fox News to just fire him or him to just, you know, just because of, of Zelensky, I don't necessarily see that. But the theory's out there. Um, if that's something you ever want to look into, you're welcome to do so. Mainstream media as a whole, I, over the weekend, I had I had the pleasure of going on another podcast that's actually local here. It's a, a cow city, which is in Nebraska. And I traveled there and, and I sat down with these guys from a podcast called Protect Your Purpose. And they're here on YouTube. As soon as they get the podcast up, I'll share it. You guys can listen to it if you want. They do a lot of the same things that we do. Uh, they're big into their um, more centrist, like we are, understand the extremes on both sides. But we talked for, for quite a while about the media and what this was kind of going to look like going forward uh, with the media. And I know that you guys and I, we've sat here and we've talked about this in extensive length before that mainstream media is basically on its way out. People get their news from Twitter, from their, uh, their content creators, from their YouTube, their podcasters, Joe Rogan, people, a lot of people, especially during the COVID times, a lot of people went to Joe Rogan to get a lot of their news from Joe Rogan and a lot of his ideas you're really, and with the firing of Tucker Carlson, even Don Lamont, who was basically the Tucker Carlson of the left, only shittier and worser. Um, but you're going to see this whole thing just start to go down. There was another bankruptcy that just came out. Who was it? Mainstream vice. It was vice news. So vice news filing for bankruptcy. They're done. Um, CNN's ratings are in the tank. Fox News's ratings are in the tank, right? MSNBC ratings are in the tank. And you're really going, and I think this shift's going to happen. This is what we talked about on the show. This shift is going to happen going into 2024. And that's when you're really going to see the fight on censorship start or even not start, but really get bad uh, because the people are going to go to their podcasters, whether that's me or NPC or Joe Rogan or whoever to get news about the election, to get opinions on the election. They're not going to go to MSNBC. They're not going to go to CNN. They're not going to go to Fox news. They're going to go to all these other people. And you're really going to see, I think, mainstream media struggle in 2024 with this election. Um, you're really going to see a shift happen. And I'm, I'm excited to see it because I, I'm here for it. Not only because I'm, you know, obviously I'm, I run the show, I'm a podcaster, but because I have, you know, I have a lot of respect for a lot of the other people that do this kind of stuff too. And I would love to see them 
uh, be successful in doing this and have, you know, that kind of uh, a following and a base for those people too. Plus, I don't like people being lied to and I don't like people being fear porned at for views and ratings and clicks. It drives me fucking nuts. There's reasons there are some stories I don't talk about because there's no solution. Like there's, I'm going to come out here and talk to you guys about nukes in Russia. One, I don't think it's ever going to happen, but two, I got no solution, right? Why am I going to cover an article that talks about how Russia's firing out its nukes at the United States? Like why would to prepare people so they can do what? Be scared because nothing's going to happen. So I, and I hate that. And so many of these media types do that on a consistent, they use fear to drive a lot of this stuff that became really prominent during COVID, even more prominent during the, the second COVID and the monkeypox stuff. Then it just became ridiculous after that. Omicron, like we're just going to change the name to Omicron, be scared, right? And then the Ukraine war, be scared, no. And I think a lot of podcasters, you're, you know, like Joe Rogan, Dan Bongino, they understand that. So they don't come out here just spreading all kinds of fear. They usually have some kind of solution to back it up. Either that's get out there and vote or research your people or become preppers, whatever. They usually have some kind of solution. And that's really what people are not only looking for, but that's what people need right now. People don't need to be inundated with a bunch of fear porn. They need just the facts, kind of what happened, maybe a laugh or two, which we're going to do here in a minute. Um, and then they just need to go about their day. So I think you're going to see a big shift in 2024 and regarding mainstream media. I think it's going to be very, very obvious. I also think that the censorship is going to get shit for pun bad. I think it's going to get really bad as we go into 2024. So we're going to have to get real careful. A lot of pig Latin. Okay. Brush up. You can go to Amazon, get yourself a pig Latin book. You can brush up. It'll be great. What's the last story I have for oh, the state dinner? God. So... <laughs> They had a state dinner this weekend. Did you guys know this? It was basically like a Hollywood event. Chrissy Teigen was there. She forgot her pants. Had her JJ just... Did you see that? Just splashing out everywhere. She forgot like half her dress. It was so bad. I don't even know what I was talking about. Oh, yeah, I do. I have clips from it. But Chrissy Teigen, no pants. If you zoom in real close, I don't even know that she has underwear. I refuse to zoom in that close. Um... Chris Teigen's terrible. She turned her comments back on on Twitter. If you want to go and have some fun, she'd had them off for the better part of a year because of the Pizzagate stuff. And then because of the Wayfair stuff, I think was another one. Uh, and people, they're still relentless because the people, they don't forget. That's why John Podesta's comments are still off. Like people don't forget. And we're not going to forget. And as soon as you turn them back on, we're going to remember, and we're going to go back and we're going to just comment all the stuff. But there are some clips from the state dinner that I'm going to show. They're cringy. They're kind of weird. Uh, but the first one I have is Dark Brandon. I'm going to uh, turn us over to Roy. Roy, the podium is yours. I'm going to be fine with your jokes, but I'm not sure about Dark Brandon. Okay, I have to give credit where credit is due at this point. That was Joe Biden number three. So that was not the mask. That would have been the clone. Okay, it had to be. Because the mask guy, the guy that wears the mask, he's terrible. He can't walk. He can't say any sentences. So this one had to be cloned. So this was number three. Hit his mark, right? Like he was on point with it. You got to give him some credit where credit is. Good job, Joe. Thanks for not falling off the stage. Congratulations. Congratulations on hitting the joke for the first time since elected president. 
in 2020. Um, the next couple clips that I have from the state dinner, one was kind of their commentator and he's a comedian. I don't know. He's kind of like the Ricky Gervais of the left. Uh, and he got up and gave a speech and that is right here. I can't remember if I tried when I read about his willow bride. Something touched me deep inside. Queens, can, can we stop with the grooming stuff? Can you stop talking about that? Drag queens are not at a school to groom your kids. Stop it. And even if they were, most of them kids gonna get shot at school. It ain't no problem. Don't grow and pass legislation. <laughs> like they boobs gonna bother me. I'm like, I'm like Mitch McConnell. I ain't got no soul. <laughs> it's a tumultuous time in the media, though. We got layoffs everywhere. BuzzFeed News, NPR, Axios, Washington Post, ESPN. Paramount Global right now is considering offers from Byron Allen and Tyler Perry to purchase BET. That's how bad it is out there. These companies are so broke, they're giving BET back to black people. <laughs> Which, by the way, is not what we meant when we said black people wanted reparations. We meant cash. You can give it to us in them Harriet Tubman 20s. <laughs> but tonight, we are all unified under one thing, and that's scandal. Scandals. Scandals have been devouring careers this year. The untouchable Tucker Carlson is out of a job. Yeah. Okay. Some people celebrate it. But to Tucker's staff, I want you to know that I know what you're feeling. I work at The Daily Show, so I too have been blindsided by the sudden departure of the host of a fake news program. Tucker got caught up. Got caught up like that dude from Vanderpump Rules. Text message stuff. I don't know what Vanderpump Rules is about. I just watched it a couple of times. My friends told me it's like BMF, but for white people. Or is that secession? No, secession is power for white people. No, Tucker Carlson is power for white people. No, that's white power. You know, never mind. Don't worry about that. But no, don't worry about that. We got to get Tucker back on the air, Mr. President, because right now there's millions of Americans that don't even know why they hate you. <laughs> Fox claimed Dominion conspired with the Democrats to rig the election. And the Democrats should be flattered that they thought that y'all were smart enough to rig an election. <laughs> Warnock needed a runoff to be the werewolf. <laughs> but it's not over for you, Fox News. You still got bad, more bad news coming down the pipe. That Smartmatic voting machine lawsuit is coming. That's right, Smartmatic is coming for you and they want more money than Dominion. Matter of fact, let me just say right now, my favorite voting machine <laughs> is the Smartmatic voting machine. If your election needs the truth, put Smartmatic in your booth. But I think it's fair that we should give credit where credit is due. 
Tucker Carlson is the first host to get fired from Fox News for something that's only partially about how he treats women. That's progress. He shattered the asshole ceiling. Speaking of assholes, Don Lemon is out of a job. Don Lemon, my dog Don Lemon. Don Lemon released a statement saying he got fired from CNN. Then CNN released a statement saying that they offered Don a meeting. They had to part ways because Don Lemon can't even accurately report a story about Don Lemon. <laughs> I still think that Don deserved more CNN. That ain't how you fire somebody. It's messed up. How funny is it that you work in the news, then watch on the news that you got fired from the news? <laughs> Don Lemon is now the most obnoxious guy in the history of CNN. That's not fair. Even Jeffrey Tubin looking at Don Lemon like, ooh, he rubbed me the wrong way. <laughs> Letting Don go was the wrong move. You shouldn't have let him go. Not this soon, CNN. First off, Don was fine when y'all was letting him drink. You shouldn't have cut off his liquor. You don't fire your host after the first couple of scandals. Let the scandals, the scandals got to stack up. You got to get, some, you got to get ratings. Yes, Don Lemon was a diva, and he said a couple of women are raggedy in the face, but that's a promotion at Fox News. <laughs> but I ultimately understand why. That was tough and cringy and cringy to watch. Ricky, I think Ricky Gervais did it better. Like he could deliver it in a, cause Ricky, if you remember Ricky Gervais's speech at the, I don't know if those Grammys, he came out and he was able to say in a way that we were all like, yeah. And like this guy just wasn't it. The comment about the drag Queens and then the kids, it was too soon. It reminds me of the Bob Saget roast. Yes. That's why I was like, God, did he really just say that? Like, really? I mean, I'm all for dark humor, but that's too soon, too much. The kids is too much. Um, his jokes about Don Lemon are pretty good, but it's pretty easy to, to write a good joke about Don Lemon. He just makes it easy on you. Um, that one was great, Truth Brahms. It really was. But I think the thing about Ricky's, what's different from Ricky's and what probably what that guy was trying to do was Ricky Gervais would make fun of the people in the crowd. Like, and he wasn't, it was just different. I don't know. Um, yeah, it was pretty bad. And so you had a whole room full of people that you hate dressed up in gowns and tuxes that cost more than your house during a recession, eating a meal that probably costs more than you'll ever make in your life. Uh, and then they filmed it for everybody to watch with the comedian. And then they laughed at you and laughed at your kids if they were shot up. It's just, uh, it is what it is. But the one thing that I can say that I did look for, I did not see Dylan Mulvaney at the state dinner, which I thought was kind of odd. I thought, well, if you're going to do this, like this would be the opportunity to invite Dylan Mulvaney. Like why wasn't Dylan Mulvaney there? Wasn't there a lot of your old, old, old Hollywood elitists were there. The same fucking group. Somebody said Chip and Joanna Gaines were there. I don't really know. I know of them. I don't know who they are. I've never watched them. I think it was from home. Is it HGC or whatever? They were there. Hold on for me one second. Yes. Okay. There should be some up there for him on the washer. 
Thank you. Sorry. It was um, the same old Hollywood elitist, the same, I don't know, same people who probably aren't going to be relevant and aren't relevant now. I can't even remember the last time Chrissy Teigen was relevant in anything. He, yeah, he needed, I got the older kid here doing laundry too. So um, HGTV pretty much lived for the ship lap. Dylan Mulvaney wanting people to go to jail. I saw that. Was it an old video? That wasn't new, was it? He had a new video come out. I don't know if you guys saw it. So Dylan Mulvaney, when the Bud Light thing hit the fan, uh, went dark. And you didn't see anything from it for a month. And he just came out with a new video last week. Um, and he started it with day 600 and whatever of being a human. And I was kind of, Dylan needs to go away. I know people were like, they're still pretty fired up at him. But if I'm being really honest with you, I feel like that last video he did is going to be about as sincere as he's going to get. Um, I didn't, there was no apology or anything like that, but that was about as sincere as you're probably going to get from somebody like Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, so I'll give him some claps for that, even though at the end he made himself a victim again, but I think at this point they're just trained to do that. I don't know. Um, cause he was like, everybody's being so mean to me and it's like, yeah, but you kind of brought this on yourself. I mean, and then you didn't address it like you probably should have. It's your fault. I mean, I get it, but it was, it's your fault. I get feedback all day long from people and I used to take it really personally. I don't anymore. I actually make note of it and decide whether or not it's something I need to change. But he made himself a victim at the end of it and then called us all transphobic again and stopped making his TikToks. So he's, um, Dylan is a clout circus. Now that's the kind of thing too. Some older videos of Dylan came up of him struggling to try and be an actor and all this stuff. So there's a lot of people that are calling him out right now for faking all of it. So he's not really transitioning. He's not really doing anything. This is, it's all fake. He was hired much like that one kid. We're going to talk about him on Friday. Not Kevin. He looks like a Kevin. No, who she's putting in the the kid that was hired, I can't think of his name. We're going to talk about him Friday. We're also going to talk about um, the mug club guy. Harry. Yes, Harry. Thank you. Harry. I think Dylan's like Harry, right? He was hired on to do this. And I don't think he is really, I don't think he's transgender at all. I think he's a gay man. But he's not, he, he's not growing anything and he should be by now. And he's still getting a ton of facial hair and he shouldn't be by now. If he was transitioning, um, he's just putting on a dress and then getting paid. And I'm going to tell you what, listen, if he would just come out and admit that he might actually gain a lot of respect from, from a lot of us. Cause like, listen, if you're going to take Joe Biden's, I'm, I'm all for you taking Joe Biden's money kind of, but isn't that, that our tax dollars. So then that becomes a whole thing. But come on, Harry is going to be when we're going to talk when Dylan met Harry. We're going to talk more about that on the Fan Fun Friday of this week um, with the Harry Sisson and stuff, because he's still deny, deny, deny and demand proof. And then they they proved it that he's getting money from the DMC. And then he's like, no, you're just angry Republicans. Ban all guns. And we're all like, no, Harry, you're <laughs> get a new agent. Like you're, you're struggling. You're digging yourself a hole to China. This poor kid. I find it really hard to believe that those are his beliefs. Um, cause he is so animated about it. And I'm pretty animated, but my beliefs sway the other way. It doesn't really matter. Like my beliefs are my beliefs and they're not like as theatrical as his, like Joe Biden's got 
this and he's got the best unemployment rate in history. And like, it is so easy for me to debunk that to say, no, he doesn't. You just, he gets the bump from people going back to work after COVID. Like that's what he's getting. That's the, the, the numbers are inflated much like the COVID deaths were inflated, much like the COVID numbers were inflated. Joe Biden's record breaking employment is inflated because of what happened with COVID. But to come out here and to present it in a way that you're, you know, and he's not stupid. Like he knows, but he's getting checks. And if you just admit it, if you just be like, yeah, yeah, I work for the DNC, but this is how I really feel too. So you're going to listen to what I have to say. We'd all be like, bet. Okay. At least you admit it. Look, if the RNC was paying me to push for Trump, I would tell you guys, be like, listen, <laughs> RNC hit me up. They're going to send me like 10 grand. All I got to do is talk about Trump for like seven minutes an episode and, and positive things about Trump. Fuck, I'd, I'd fucking tell you guys and we'd do it. I might follow it up with some dumb shit that Trump did, but we'd do it. And I would tell you, I'd be like, just hold on to your tips. Okay. For a while. We're, we're going to get the good shoes. <sighs> Why did Harry change his name? He used to be typical Democrat. I guess I don't know. I haven't, I never followed the kid. He didn't come across my FYP job about a month ago. Um, but I found the Harry Sisson of the right too. Actually, I found a couple of them. There's a couple kids on the right who are the same age, same generation, who are stitching every single one of this kid's videos, being like, "You're a clown. Here's what's actually happening. Here's the bill." These kids are great too, so I'll make sure I'll have some of their videos too to play for Friday. Oh, to play for Friday. I just knocked my thing over. But that's it, you guys. That's all I have for today. That's all I got. Tomorrow, so today's Tuesday, tomorrow we're going to be live with Bannon Shannon. We're going to be live at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time. And I think we're going to do the Loch Ness Monster, unless something like big happens. But I think we're going to do the Loch Ness Monster tomorrow night. Have we done the Loch Ness Monster yet? I don't think we have. Way back when? I don't want to do a repeat show. Maybe. Okay. We'll see. Maybe. Maybe way back when. That would have been two years with Shannon. Uh, I kind of want to do the Loch Ness Monster. And, and revisit that. But you guys, I love your faces. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for all of your support. Thank you for just hanging out with me today and never leaving me talking to an empty room. Uh, that's it. I love your faces. Keep her moving. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi and watch out for all of them dear. Bye, guys. Back off, I'll take you on. Head strong, you take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're head strong. You're head strong.